welcome back everyone. This is part two of choosing an assessment. So the next assessment manual we're going to talk is two. It's the ables and the apples. Uh, some people say apples. I say apples for some reason because that's how I learned learned it. I don't know if it's right. If I'm saying it wrong, I apologize. So we're talking about them together because they were written by the same people. Um, well, one of them has other people contributing, but so the ABLES stands for Assessment of Basic Language and Learning Skills, and it was written by James W. Partington. Partington, help me, Lauren. Partington. I can't say. Yeah, English Partington. Names. Partington. Partington. You said it right. Oh my God. Yeah, that's woo, the one. Woo. Yes, I made it. Thank you. Um, and AFLS is Assessment of Functional Living Skills, written again by James W. Partington and Michael M. Mueller. So uh, Mr. James or Mr. Partington I don't know, uh, wrote both of them. And then Michael M. Mueller as well wrote the AFLS, AFLS, AFLS. Uh, so ABLES, as the name indicates, about basic language, it's focused more on basic skills from, you know, naming objects to syntax and grammar use. So it can become quite academic. And AFLS, on the other hand, on the other end, um, focuses more on functional skills, such as grooming, cooking, going shopping. And this is assessment tools are based on Skinner's Verbal Behavior book from 1957. Uh, before I carry on, Lauren, would you say Affles or Affles? I say Affles, but I'm I say yeah, Affles then. I just say it. I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's because Affles, Affles. I don't know. Just kind of married. Together. I don't know. How, I don't know who taught me to do say Affles, but I'm going to say Affles as well. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, how do we use it? So the frequency and the resources. So, in terms of frequency, again. At the organization me and Lauren used to work at, uh, we did it yearly. Well, no, the, the PB map, because I remember the PB map was more often, right? And then I remember the ABLES and the AFLES was a little bit less frequent. Yeah, it? you know what? It became a little bit confusing because we had some children we started to assess on the, uh, you know, so basically the organization was very pro the VB map. And then we had a change of management who decided that we needed additional assessment tools, um, which I think was a, a good move at the time because we had some children that were making really good academic progress, but we weren't able to track it as effectively because we were using more school-based curriculum um, uh, tools. Mm. So, you know, like education-based, so they deemed uh, appropriate by the Department of Education or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think then we had some children where we were trying to assess all the ABLES and, you know, we were doing the VB map and it became really confusing. So, yeah, we would do the ABLES, I think, was six monthly. And then the VB map was yearly, depending on the age. So those are the older students. The younger students, I think we were doing six-month VB map and yearly ABLES, just to confuse mm. everybody. <laughs> so right. if you moved classes from young to old, then you were like, oh, what are we doing now? I don't know. I feel like I've just done all the assessments. Oh yeah, God, the nightmare! What a nightmare! Yes, what a nightmare! Anyhow, <laughs> um, so I don't remember seeing it written. How often do they recommend doing it? I'm gonna be honest. Um, but again, it depends on the learner. It depends on their deficits or their current skills. It depends on how fast they learn. 
And like we discussed with, as we discussed with the VB map, it might be they're learning super quick. So then you need to assess again because, oh, actually the plan that I had for them, they can do. So we need to reassess and see how, what else they've picked up. Um, so again, it depends. It, do, it is a bit of work, so don't be doing it every month. That's my recommendation to you. So it, it is, it can take quite long if you want to be very thorough uh, as, you know, it is a lot of skills to test. Um, but I think the best approach would be to choose what is necessary and functional for the child or the learner at the moment. And then if you have time, then move on to other non-essential skills. I think should, the focus should always be on what's functional and what's important for the child first and foremost, and then maybe look at the other skills. As for resources, well, some websites do sell the resources pack. Um, sometimes people do it on their own. In school, we had, I don't know if it was volunteers, but someone had prepared the big bags of the ABLES and the AFOLs. Uh, and they were all labeled according to skill. And you would bring the big bag. You had to sign it out, which no one ever did, by the way. So things would just go missing and you never knew who did it. Uh, but it, when it was that time of the year, everyone was going to the cupboard to get the, the assessment bag because um, it, it involves puzzles and other stuff that, to assess. But again, you can get those quite easily. Uh, you don't need to be paying lots of money for it. it but it is, it is a bit of work to just create the kit, to be honest. So that's why it's always best to say, okay, you know what? I want to test this, this and that. And I need these materials. What do I have in the house or at work that I can use instead of having to create or buy uh, specific materials for it? Um, Lauren, anything you want to say about the resources? I was just going to say that, yeah, it is. Unfortunately, there is quite a lot to test. So, yeah, resources being prepared is quite important. But I think also if you are quite creative, you could probably use similar resources to test a few things. But yeah, it does get quite complicated when it's the different kinds of puzzles. You know, remember that whole saga with the puzzles. You need this puzzle and you need that puzzle. Oh my God. No, <laughs> it's just insane, don't. isn't it? And then you'd lose a piece of the puzzle and then you wouldn't be able to do it. Oh, goodness. Yeah, me. if you leave it there and other kids takes it out to play and then it's gone. For me, it was oh. one of the things of people not signing out. It's like, why? Oh. Who has that? Who has the kid? Who didn't sign out? I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Why do you? So how annoying. do you benefit from stealing puzzle pieces from other oh, children? Oh my days. Yeah, my it's very days. irritating. Yeah. Well, I remember my first time running it. I think so. I. It was with S. Um, it was when I started. Uh, and I think I'd been, I'd only been there for a few months, but I said, you know what, I'm going to have a whack at it. And someone gave me the book and said, oh, have a try. And I remember there was so much and I was testing so much with him and of course reinforcing him, but it was so much. Yeah. I was like, and you know what? This what can't be right. Exactly. And what you'll find is that the children that have a lot of skills, the children that are you know, um, de- uh, you know, have more skills to test. It just would take hours to test, like thoroughly and test. And this is a good thing that the VB map has because they say some skills exactly. you can just observe 
Mm. And, and a few is when you do direct testing because Absolutely. not everything need direct because you've seen them do it. Of course. So some of the things yeah. you can accept as they know it, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, about, it can be. I mean, yeah, sorry. I was going to ask, how about for you, how was it your first time running it? I mean, considering the experience I had with the VB map and being quite um, skilled in being able to do the VB map, when they showed me the ables, I was like, are you kidding me? I have to do all of this? Because it's like three pages of tiny little blocks of thousands of things. And I was like, this is insane. No, but um, like, well, sorry, just a note. When Lauren says three pages, she means the filled out table. She doesn't yeah. mean the list of things. The list of things is quite yeah long she yeah. means just the the, the actual the, assessment like little like uh, the form page. yeah yeah full yeah. three pages <laughs> three yeah four pages ma- from a to z yeah. it was massive oh. so and if you had a child that didn't have a lot of academic skills or a lot of skills in general then it was easy because you'd just be like okay they can't we've reached their like roof we can't go on from here um but i do remember and the the team I was working at the time were very skilled at running it. So I felt really quite uncomfortable because I wasn't where they were. They were just like chogging on. I had to read all the, the things and exactly how to run it and what we were trying to test. So I think, yeah, it it did um it did throw me quite a lot. But That's a bit then when I got fair. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think I got quite skilled at running it and I yeah, I got quite good at it after a while. But, you know, it, it can be very daunting, I think, to look at and to try and run, um, considering the level of detail needed, especially in the visual skills. Oh, my days. You know, the visuals. Oh, like, my days. You never remember, move on from visual. I remember. <laughs> I remember, yeah. remember that kid that I had that loves Wine the Bobbin and oh. the visual. Oh, bless him. Oh, yeah, he tried. Him. He did try. There, because there's oh, one no. goal. Is it? B8 or something I remember we were stuck uh, for months it's yeah. the sorting or something yes. you know, just what what are you guys on about I know I mean I mean Jesus and well, because sorting so, is a great skill but I mean it's, it is. Bas- it's basically glorified matching isn't it just in yeah, a slightly but, bigger setting <laughs> and it, this is something me and Lauren are probably going to address at some point in the future but the way it was it, it was set up to be done it was very DTT yeah. so discrete trial yeah. tra- uh, discrete training trial mm. teaching trial isn't it discrete teaching trial and me and Lauren are a bit, a bit more naturally net so natural environment so for mm. me it, it was a bit okay why do I have to teach it at the table when mm. he could be using it when we can actually do some laundry go downstairs because we had a laundry machine and just do it and then he can do it in a more natural thing but mm. you know what that, that's a topic for another time isn't it absolutely <laughs> so when it comes to types of learners and why certain learners um you know what what's been your experience with using this these manuals yeah I think I touched on it a little bit earlier didn't I I think um I think it's great for learners who have a lot of skills okay and who you need academic guidance with if you don't have other curriculum based things I think it can guide you quite well in terms of what prerequisites they need for the next level because it kind of scaffolds some of the skills scaffold on each other, like the academics, you know, the English and the maths and the syntax and those kinds of handwriting, etc. I think um, the social stuff, I prefer the VB map and I think is more detailed. 
But I think the children who find learning a little more difficult or more challenging, it might not be the best tool. Because as I said earlier about the criteria and why the EFL is amazing in terms of it shows progress within like tiny bits of progress. I don't think the ABLES allows that to happen. Yeah, I quite like quite like that. I quite like that as well. The scoring, isn't it? I yeah, like it. exactly. Because you'd have like um, like one block would be or one achieving one assessment criteria would be like mans for five things. And then, you know, request for five things. And then the next one would be 10, request for 10 things. So if they had eight, they couldn't get to that 10, even though they'd learned three more. And yeah. if you'd got, and then it would go up 25. And it's like, well, 10 to 25 is quite a big jump. So, yeah, I think it's, um, for some children, it's amazing. And it really helped me um, mm-hmm. think about um, academics in a different way. Um, but I think also it's the, the AFLs, I mean, I know we haven't really spoken about the AFLs that much, but let me just talk about it here, is excellent for functional living skills and behavior chains. Oh, and I teaching, agree completely. You know, community-based skills, independent skills. It's got amazing information. There's loads of books. There's like a community one. There's a school one. There's an academic one. There's a basics home. one. Yeah. Home environment. Home. It's just excellent. Yeah, sorry. There's also there's no it's fine. There's also two that I've never actually seen when we work at the organization. There's the vocational one. Yes. And then there's one because we have daily living skills and now there's the independence living skills. Yes. So I've never I, actually I, I, opened yeah. those. I got them quite you know, in the class, our last class we worked on together. Yeah. I got them quite late in the day for those students because they were going into sixth form and we wanted to prepare them for those. What oh. I will say about the vocational, and I can't remember what other one you said right now. Literally gone out of my mind. Independent, independent living is they very advanced. Like the vocational skills oh, is just like yeah. knows how to draw money out of or um, get money out of their ATM, knows their ATM um, pin code, ha- manages Jesus. their own salary. So it's very advanced yeah. from the I other remember ones. They're amazing. But some of the kids we work with, it wasn't, they're not, I, they weren't there yet. I remember, and correct me if I'm wrong, we had one pupil that had a skill from that set, which was writing a CV or something, wasn't it? Or sending emails. Um, I remember we had one pupil. Oh, that, yes, you know, yes, yes. Yeah. I think you guys did that with him. And I remember that he was sending you guys emails for the, you know, I the know, worst what emails. what a darling. From the su- in the summer, oh my days, hilarious. Bless him, hilarious. Oh, he's such he a gorgeous learned... soul. Yeah, but with, you know what, with these men, I agree with Lauren, I quite like the AFOLs as well, because it's, again, it's set up by, you know, different levels, so it can be, the scores can be 0 to 2 or 0 to 4, according to how much prompting or how many skills would count, and it's a bit more specific in what counts and what doesn't count. Uh, so, and like Lauren said as well, helps you track better the progress. And I would use, to be honest, I would use AFLs with even younger learners. ABLES, I think, I think ABLES, I would use children that have quite a lot of uh, needs. So children that are more severely autistic and that you have to break down uh, the skill levels into lots of little steps um, even though the 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 VMAP discover quite a lot of it I think the ABLES would be quite appropriate for these people for these uh, young people as well um, but sometimes I just think the ABLES it's a bit too much 
so I do, but I do prefer the AFOS because it's more functional skills. And I always, I always go towards the functional uh, when possible. Uh, so now, just before we give you our final thoughts on these two assessments, uh, we're just going to tell you where to buy. We did some research, and to be honest, just go to the source. So go to their website, which is P-A-R-T-I-N-G-T-O-N, so Partington Behavior Analyst. So B, so <laughs> I'm going to start from the beginning, sorry. P-A-R-T-I-N-G-T-O-N, B E. H-A-V-I-O-R-A-N-A-L-Y-S-T-S dot com. And the reason I'm sounding it out is because if someone doesn't understand my accent this way, you know for sure the website. And we'll repeat at the end, actually, Lauren will repeat at the end because she can speak English very well, whereas I have issues at times. Uh, and if you go to, their, to the source, so the people who wrote these, it's a better price than other platforms. So the Ables is $65 plus shipping, which, to be honest, is not bad. I saw it on sale and secondhand, and it was three times the price. So you might as well buy it from them and give them the monies. Uh, Ables, it's $180 for the five books. Or if you want to get the extra two books, so the vocational and the independent living skills, it's $250. But if you don't have a child or a learner that's that's that advanced, I would just go for the five books. Or if there's a specific book you want, because you can buy them separately, it's $40 each book. So you can just buy the home skills or the shopping skills, etc. Uh, they also provide online training, which is paid, of course, and something called Web Ables, where you can access the manual online. So they pr they provide extra support in recording. So they have like maybe an Excel spreadsheet and help the site targets. It's $100 for the first year that you have it. And then it's $60 for each year thereafter. But honestly, I would just get the books. It's always my opinion. Get the books, 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 books. Yeah, it's, it's easy to hold and look at, isn't it? I oh, find it yeah, harder definitely. to read things on the internet or on a on a screen. But maybe that's just because I'm a bit more old school. I like a book. I like paper. Books um, forever. Yeah. And also then you always have it, like to you have, yeah. you know. Um, so do yeah, you want to give I us think, your final thoughts on it? Yeah, of course. I think, um, you know, the ABLES, it's really useful to track basic linguistic and functional skills. It can provide a more thorough assessment of specific skills. And it does break them down to levels, which can be helpful when thinking about barriers to learning. Um, I think I do used to look at the ABLES for some ideas, especially working with children who have strong academics and seem to be progressing well in those areas. But again, I find the VB map just easier to use and navigate and um, sort of a smaller assessment. But if you're working with children that are, are older and have more skills, this is definitely a tool that you should consider. As I said before, the AFLS is fantastic preparing, for preparing young adults for adult life and general life skills. Okay, It's incredibly detailed and helpful when thinking about behavior change in young people in the community. I think I've already touched on that. Um, and I use these um, quite a lot when I was working with children that were older because we got to think about more life skills based um, uh, goals. And it's yeah, the assessments are really, really, really helpful. Um, and just they, th they help you think about so many skills and there's so many steps that you just never think about, like when going to the shop. So, yeah, it's an amazing for that way around. 
Yeah, I, I'm the same as Lauren. I prefer the PB map. I think the PB map is quite good. Uh, I also like some stuff with the Ables and Aphos. And like Lauren, I use them more on older children. Uh, but one thing I've got to say is I love, love their coding system. And, you know, they also have a grid to record data. Uh, so the how the child performed. And I honestly love their grids because it's just it's just a table for each area. And then it all divided into little squares with the number. So you can clearly see C1, so receptive skills level one, receptive skills level two. So honestly... This is I do like their coding quite a lot. Um, they're very detailed, as we've mentioned, and we also mentioned it can be really overwhelming. Uh, and the whole pack of assessments can take forever to to assess. So again, be frugal and just think. I think that's the right words. And just think about what's necessary, what's functional, and what do you actually need to assess that child with. Because you know what, if the child doesn't like drawing maybe skip the drawing part of the assessment can draw a house well the child doesn't like drawing maybe it's something we can work on later <laughs> um some people do sell the resource packs necessary i just we did a quick research there's a um, one called the autism helper.com dash ables hyphen resource hyphen kit um so ables is spelled a b double l s so it's one of the diff many different online sources. Some some people sell it in a way that you just print it at home. Others actually have the physical pack. So you can find them or you can make your own, whichever way you prefer. Uh, and now for our last assessment tool, which I know nothing about, which I need to listen to this. This is something I need to learn about and I need to read the manual. So I'm going to leave you with Miss Lauren because she's a doctor on this. So Lauren, don't even bother asking me anything because I have no idea about this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to add, because Carla did say it earlier and I remembered that I wanted to add something about the AFOLs for younger students. And I'm a completely agree because I think we're so concerned about when children get older about being in the community. And actually, we should be immersing these young people in the community as much as possible from a very young age. So they get used to being out and gain skills from being exposed to community activities and people. I just think it's so, so, so important to, at any age, expose children to being out in the community and being part of a community. Because the more you work on it, the stronger those skills will be. So that's just, just what I wanted to add about AFILs, so that's your functional living skills, the assessment of functional living skills. And yes, um, we're going to move on to the Early Start Denver model. Um, and I, Carla and I were talking about it, and I said, well, I wanted to talk about this because I happened to stumble upon it. I was asked to do a project um, where I worked um, and supported a team to run an early years group. So very young children, 18, I think the youngest we had was 18 months. It may have been younger, 15 months. Um, and it's a really, really interesting tool. And I think what we'll do is when we do our workshop, because now I think I've decided that we should do it, Carla, <laughs> that we should give a quite a lot of detail about this thing because it's actually very interesting about the um, the way it's been designed because the other ones are more ABA orientated and this assessment tool is actually a combination of an interdisciplinary team designing it and they encourage that an uh, or a multidisciplinary team whatever like I can use them interchangeably around a young person and how that is more successful than just having a behavior analysts 
view. And I think it's really important that we work together as teams going forward. We're stronger together. We can help each other. So, yes, so the Early Start Denver model is a curriculum as well as a checklist and assessment tool. And it's a little bit similar to the VB map in the sense that it's quite developmental. So Carla will like it. I know she will the minute she gets to read it. Um, and it's basically a behavior therapy for children with autism um, between the ages of 12 to 48 months. Okay, and it's, it's based on the methods of ABA, but it also considers some other areas, which I won't really go into too much detail because it becomes too complicated to discuss in a podcast format. Um, but basically, it's centered around um, play and how if we play, we can teach these children and how everything can be used in fun, exciting activities, okay, and developing relationships around that. Um, and like joint activities. So the child is kind of encouraged to boost language, social and cognitive skills around play activities. Um, and as I mentioned before, it encourages multidisciplinary teams to work together. Um, so we've got our psychologists and our teachers and our occupational therapists and our speech and language therapists um, and behavior analysts to work together to build the intervention plan and guide its delivery. Um, it's, as I said before, it's um, learning, it's sort of normal or let's say neurotypical um, toddler development learning, okay? It's focused on building positive relationships and it's teaching through um, play um, and everyday activities can be fun. And I think the interaction between the person who's running it and the young person who's receiving the intervention is paramount. Um, so yeah, that's just a little brief thing. It's um, it's very, very interesting. It's a good read. I would recommend that people buy the book and read it. Um, but how it works is it's it's not necessarily um, used. I think it's similar to the, the EFL and the Essential for Living in that it's sort of um, it's being run all the time and you can mark off progress whenever it happens. It doesn't necessarily need an assessment period. Um, and how it is, is that it's based on a 12-week cycle. So you have 12 weeks. Um, before the 12 weeks start, you do an assessment. You do like a, a sort of a baseline assessment. Um, and then the, you decide what you're going to teach in those in that 12 weeks. You teach it intensively. And then you review after 12 weeks progress. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like a more of a curriculum base in that way. Um, and I think the resources, the book is very important. And a lot of play-based um, activities. But as we said before, you know, there's a lot of things you can use in the child's environment or in this, you know, nursery setting or their school setting that can be applicable for this. Um, if it's based around play, what the child likes. So those are the kind of resources you're going to be looking for. Um, the first time I ran it, I noticed it was quite similar to the VB map because of the developmental nature. Um, and I, as I said before, I was running, I was asked to set up and run an early years program. And I found it really, really helpful because there's some steps that we don't really consider. And I know the VB map, like eye contact is in there and those things, but the inter, you know, the initiation of interaction with eye contact in a sense is a mand or a request. So it considers those tiny steps, um, which I really, really like and the joint attention. Um, kind of part of it. So we're in this together. You're interacting with me. That's also another area that it focuses on. And um, 
yeah, because of the checklist, I found it quite easy. It's also got levels. I think it's four levels. Um, so yeah, it's really, really, really interesting um, because it's quite VB mappy, but it considers a lot of other detail. Um, and the play and social skills area is very, very vast because it considers things like adult interaction as well as peer interaction, which I think is really cool um, because sometimes that's not defined very well. And we see young people that can interact very well with adults, but not necessarily their peers. Um, so it's cool that it considers those kinds of things. Um, in terms of where to buy it, I bought mine off Amazon and it was £35 okay, for a paperback. And I checked a books too, the ABE books, um, but it's a little bit more expensive with delivery. So I think that's probably the easiest way to access it. Um, they do have a website too with resources. Um, I couldn't really, in the short time I had, navigate where you could buy it, but I think you know, Amazon's quite a good way. Sorry, Carla, did you want to add something uh, quickly? Yes, I just quickly went to read the price. Uh, £39. So I think I'm okay. going to buy it before it increases more. Jesus. Mm. It's just, it's really, really, I don't know, I think you'll really like it. It's cool. It's very, and I think yeah, it's really it's interesting. Yeah, like my kind of thing. Exactly, especially because of the nature of the, the young people you're working with now. It's really, really helpful in terms of social skills and play skills because its whole premise is if you develop these really young, then you have more successful language, um, children that use language really well and that kind of thing. So it's very cool. Um, and, yeah, I think I love the idea that it's play-based um, learning and interaction because this is something Carl and I use used and currently use extensively in our school and home-based ABA programs. And we find it very effective in relationship building and teaching skills without it looking like work to the young person. So, yeah, I think the the fact that it's based on motivation is really, really um, interesting. And a lot of ob observations, the child looks at you and imitates or it observes you. And those skills aren't really counting other assessments that the child may observe you doing something, because um, I think that is a skill in itself. Um, yeah, and the social skills, as I said, are are really detailed and great. And um, yeah, that's kind of all I really have to say about the early start Denver model. And when you listen to Thank or you. attend our workshop, you'll find more and more and more about all the assessments because <laughs> they're very passionate about them. No, it was actually it was very. I always I was always been curious about Denver model. I think I'm going to order the book when I get paid this month because mm. I've wanted to read it for ages. I remember who. Who did you borrow the book to who just no did you borrow someone's book and then you bought a new book for No, it was the other way around. Well, the other way around because <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're I lent it to like, my line manager. Lauren doesn't like any writing in books whereas I'm a bit more, nope. you know what? You know, at some books I won't write, but other books when it's for me it's like a learning tool. I like to talk to the book through nope. writing like I, That's I make sacrilege. No. No, it's not, you Puritan Jesus. It's a, you know, yeah. it's a conversation you have with the book. It's like a back and forth, like oh, no. talking to the book. Oh, God, you can see. I know, I wish I was more book. relaxed, but I'm not. No, if there's I a like my bit, books to look, yeah. No, I like my books to look new for a long time. I was upset when my VB map got a bit bend in it. I was like, oh, my goodness. But it's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you'll really, really like it, Carla. It's a great, great tool. And I, I lent oh, it to yeah, my line you. manager, and then she bought me a new one because she'd marked the one, or she it was looked used, and she knew I, that I didn't like that. So Jesus. bless her for understanding me very, very well. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Uh, actually, I wanted to make a side note before we, we end where I checked our podcast statistics, whatever, and it said we had 273 downloads. So amazing. 273 times people have listened to us with just nine episodes. So thank you, guys. That's that's a big compliment, I think. I'm quite happy with that. Very, very happy. Uh, we're, just, we're just so happy to reach people. And um, yeah. I think it's, you know, we, we're happy to talk about things we're passionate about. And that happens to be our work. So we're very, very fortunate to be able to share that on this platform. Yeah. And, we you know, personally, I want to apologize if I'm a bit subdued today because I'm very sleepy. So sorry. <laughs> I think I'm yeah, and also, bit, yeah. Carl and I are recording at a different time. So it's completely different. It's very dark here in South Africa now. It's winter. So it's now oh, the sun is gone. It's dark. Really? No. Yeah. Well, it Dang seems it. very dark. It might still be a little bit there, but it's sun is setting. <laughs> Here yeah. there's still sun, thank heavens, but you know. Yeah. We usually do it in the morning and we, we've been doing it in the afternoon, mostly because of my new schedule. So apologies for that. <laughs> no, it's fine. They, oh, they, they well. just listen, you know. <laughs> C'est la vie, yeah. So should we go into... We're, 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 Oh God, I can't speak English. I will. We will repeat the websites that we. Mm-hmm. Mentioned do you want me to do that? Yes, please. I was gonna say thank you very okay. much. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I think Carl and I mentioned a few things as we were going through, and it may sound a bit awkward at the time, but um, we're just gonna go through some of the links, um, and online articles and resources, places you can find resources. Um, so the first one is the UK SBA. So that's UK dash sba.org slash resources slash okay and that's the uk um website for the behavior analysts okay so it's really useful in terms of kind of resources you can find and articles and direction of um you know uh just information that's really helpful okay then another one Carl and I are very big fans of because uh, we begrudge having to pay a lot because we have to spend a lot of money on textbooks <laughs> and books yeah is yeah, is Abe Books, so that's A B E Books dot C O dot Z O or dot com or dot E D E or E S wherever. It's a good um place to search for second hand books. Um just be mindful that the delivery might be a little bit. Um and then also um the VB map. So we've got a www dot VB map. Um and it's got two P's, so V B M A P P um and then A P P dot com. And then we have our EFL website, so that's um, EFLAPP.com. Um, the Partington Behavior, Behavior Analyst. The reason we're spelling some of these out is because we use um, British spelling with the U, and a lot of our resources come from America, so we have to remember not to put the U in behavior. It's a bit confusing, yeah. especially when you're doing hashtags for social media, For especially if that's what I have to do. So I'm like, I have to concentrate that we have American and British, etc. So that's our Partington, um, P-A-R-T-I-N-G-T-O-N, Behavior, B-E-H-A-V-I-O-R, Analyst, A-N-A-L-Y-T-S-T-S.com. And then we have the Autism Helper, which is the great resource kits um, available in terms of ABLE. So theautismhelper.com slash ABLES, A-B-L-L-S, dash resource, dash kit, and then a forward slash. I hope that's all Can, been very clear because it's been quite tricky to read there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thank you. I just want to say a quick note on the A-Books. A-Books does have a website for a lot of countries. So if you're in Germany or Spain or America, 
they do have, or Italy, I think they have one as well. So they would have a .de, a .es, .it. So they do have it for the different countries. Of course, not for Portugal, because no one cares about Portugal, do they? I very much doubt there's a South African one, so don't you yeah. worry. <laughs> don't you worry, child. Yeah. All right. Okay, so um, thank you so much for listening, guys. You can also contact us on aba.alds.uk at gmail.com and also via our website, which is www.abaowls.com. If you have any queries or topics you'd like us to discuss or if you want to find out about our workshops, please, please email us or visit our website. Um, you can also listen to our podcast via our website. Um, our next week workshop, we're not entirely sure as of yet, so we're going to be back in September for those. Um, we have um, a few things that are up our sleeve, and yeah, we'll we'll keep you guys posted. And of course, visit our website, and you can also follow us on Instagram and have a look there for our topics because we tend to post in there too. So mm -hmm. thank you so much. Yeah, our next podcast also it's in September. Did we mention that? I don't you think so. The, no, the podcast will be. It's the first Monday of September, which I think will be the 7th of September, but I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's because it's the, the 31st of August is a Monday. So I think, yes, the 7th of September, that will be the first Monday of September. That will be our next podcast. We also need a break. We deserve a break. Uh, Lauren mentioned the Instagram. And yes, please rate, like, subscribe to us. We welcome feedback. Uh, we are on iTunes and on Instagram. Again, Lauren has said that. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate everyone listening and people liking us on Instagram. And we honestly email feedback, email if there's any topic you'd like us to address. Like, honestly, tell us what you want to hear. We're here to make contact for you, for everyone listening. So don't be shy and tell us you know also don't don't insult us as well because you know we're fragile flowers um but yeah that's what i had to say anything else no that's it i just um we can say goodbye and then yeah we can. i think we'll we need, be, probably we'll need nice. a part one and a part two. <laughs> oh yeah yeah we definitely will all right thank you for listening everyone bye bye